Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Brian Street. Okay. And is it 147 or 147 or 147? How are we saying it right? 147, Daddy. 147, Daddy. Okay. And what was the name of the sandwich? The Reuben? The Reuben sandwich, yeah. The Reuben sandwich. So good. Well, well, congratulations. You have gotten the Reuben sandwich into the qualifying stages of the Sandwich World Cup here in Room 104. Get in. Come on. Boom. God, I love corned beef. It's special, isn't it? It's so special. Right. Right, okay. Any any of their their sandwiches are sound. Like, they do, like, crackling. You know, the top of um, pork fat. Like pork belly, they put that into a sandwich. Like, oh, nice. okay. We're losing our minds here. Just even listening to this, Ali. I need to try all of these sandwiches. Yeah. I'm going to go on a sandwich. I think we'll have tour. to. We'll just have to try them all. Like 400 sandwiches. We're like, oh. well, listen, we have to for for this sake. Right. Okay. So, um, Ali has obviously got experience. She knows what she's talking about. This is yeah. like a she's a proper sandwich pundit here. Now we can respect her opinion. <laughs> she is nominated the Reuben from 147 Delhi, and that's gone in there and taken one of the final places. But if you want to nominate somewhere else. Get in touch and let us know. Uh, listen, we'll let you know when the fixtures take place, okay? We might get you back on for your opinion on matches and how things turned out. But Ali, your team is in, Excellent. your sandwich is in, and thanks a million for popping on, all right? Cheers, thanks a lot. Nice bye. one, Ali. Bye, 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 bye. Okay, yeah, 147. Adding to the list. Any others, let us know. 0876797104. We must move on, though. Pokerface are on the way next. Wyvern Lingo, they've just been announced as part of a gig that's going to see 3,500 people in the Royal Hospital Kilmainham on the start of July. So we have to ask them about that, but they'll be on playing Pokerface next year in Room 104. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Cormac and Sushi here on Room 104 last chance today coming up before half 10 to get yourself in Friday's draw to win a camper van that you can buzz around the country and go wherever you want it's definitely 104 save your summer with the Blanchestown Centre the Friday the final is taking place on Friday you need to get yourself in that and we have one space left and we'll give you all the details you need in about 20 less than 20 minutes time right now no right now there we go This is a very easy, well, part of the show where we bring on a guest and they tell you a couple of things about themselves. Three things in particular. Uh, two of these things are true. They did happen, regardless of how weird they might sound. One of them did not. And it's your job this evening to figure out which one of the three things is absolute BS. Now, if you were listening to the news a little bit earlier on, you might have heard the amazing news that on July the 3rd, the Royal Hospital Kilmainham is hosting a gig for 3,500 people. 
There's a load of amazing great acts that are taking place on it. Uh, the tickets are going on sale this Friday. But somehow we've gone out of our way. We've gone above and beyond for you this evening because one of the headline acts that will be playing a full set there uh, for you is Wyvern Lingo. And Karen from the band joins us now, I hope, via Zoom. Karen! Hey, Cormac, how are you? What is the story? Delighted to have you on. Thank you so much. I'm delighted to be here. I'm actually a little bit I'm starstruck. I'm not going to lie. I am a huge <laughs> fan of yours. I think you're all absolutely incredible. And I'm dying to get tickets to go and see, like if I could go to the first gig after lockdown and see I you know. playing live, I just Sorry, actually, my mind. Karen, I don't mean to jump in here now, but something you need to know about Saoirse is... <laughs> okay. She, she's never been to a festival. I've never been to a festival. Yeah, I, know, I know, I know, I know. No, is this is this poker face lie? Uh, <laughs> no. How on earth could you yeah. be? How could how could you? I know, I know. Yeah, exactly, house? exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm Listen, she's got her she's got a review next week, and this is going to be brought up with senior <laughs> management, and they'll be like, "What is going on?" Um, but but listen, <laughs> oh I take God. it you're you're delighted. This is the best news in fifteen sixteen months. Stop! It, it's amazing. Like we just we got the news in. Um, pretty recently as well we were just like oh this is so exciting and and what a first gig to come back to play like it's just going to be incredible and such a good lineup such an interesting lineup and um we just can't wait we just absolutely cannot wait and kind of still can't believe it i think i'll believe it when i'm there because, yeah uh, i think, I think everyone's so in the exact once, same boat yeah bitten, twice shy about, about uh, especially the last year exactly with live events and it's always like no 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 no, it'll be fine it's just one lockdown and then 17 lockdown later oh, we're yeah. like oh no and i imagine you've had to postpone gigs again and again and again it's just been heartbreaking and frustrating but fingers crossed fingers yes, crossed fingers crossed we're gonna make it happen how Can't was wait. the last year for you were you kind of um writing a lot of music or were you sitting on stuff that you'd already written we were we were pretty lucky i, I have to say um the pandemic hit us after we had just finished recording like most of our albums. So we were able to use that time and finish it off during the first lockdown. And then we released the album in February of this year. Um, and we actually got to do an awful lot of stuff and we've been really busy and, and that's been amazing. Like we've been working on this big live stream uh, show that's taking place tomorrow um, for free. It's it's going to be with the National Concert Hall. It was this... um music project award with the national concert hall yeah. and signing the feminists and it was a bit like there was a lot of initiatives like that going on which was brilliant so we got the chance to just put on this really cool like basically like a concert film which is being aired tomorrow night at eight o'clock um if uh yeah if, if anyone could you say that right before in. our show a nice hour and then you can join us over yeah, here perfect. now <laughs> and it's exactly it's, it's just under an hour so that's perfect <laughs> oh brilliant brilliant so no, listen uh, good to hear and it said it, really really good news about next month's gig like do you have any idea do you because I know they're talking about rapid antigen testing for people who go and they're trying to make it all mm. work happy days do, do you have any idea about will you have to get tested before you perform on all this stuff or you, uh, do you know anything about that oh I imagine so um, I mean even for our, our live stream and the NCH we all got P- PCR tests oh um so I would say we'll have to do rapid antigen testing. Um, yeah, I would imagine for, for any kind of yeah stuff stuff I have been doing in in music, it's it's you know everyone's been tested in, in some way. But I think the rapid antigen could be brilliant. You know, if if it if it works and if the if if after the the festival 
you know, the yeah. stats are good. I think I think it's going to be game changing for, for a lot of events, you know. We were, uh, we chatted to a Dutch event organiser a month or two ago, probably a little bit more, and they yeah. were doing the same thing and they, they were having gigs all the way through the pandemic because they were, you know, wow. cordoning people off. They had a thousand person dance gig in a big venue. Same thing, you had to have proof of a negative test. There was pods of 250 people so there was no cross-contamination or whatever. And out of, they ran several gigs out of like five or six thousand people that were at a couple of their gigs. There's only like four or five cases. So they were pretty much like, they could have got that wow. anywhere the gigs are safe job done so as I said fingers crossed we're, we're getting to do this so uh, the tickets are going on sale on Friday anyway um, so if you're listening and you want to try and go they'll probably sell out in like four seconds but <laughs> there you go you've got, <laughs> got ahead of this Friday but you know what the crack is you're on to uh, play Poker Face here on the show you tell us three yeah. quick stories about yourself and we have to listen and hear if we can tell what you're lying about so um, are you good to go okay. with the first one? Yeah Right. Okay. Right. And yeah, just before, just before you start as well, uh, Karen's going to tell us uh, three things here. Two of these things are true. Okay. One is not true. <laughs> and if you think you know which one is not true, WhatsApp is in one, two, or three. Whichever one you feel is a lie to our WhatsApp oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Right. So, um, over okay. to you, Karen. Give us the first one. Okay. So the first one, uh, I'm sure a lot of people have uh, driving test stories. <laughs> uh, I know it's a pretty, it's a pretty common one, but this one is pretty spectacular. So. For my first driving test, um, because I spoiler alert, I didn't pass. Um, I only made it into the test center to, you know, announce myself and get my examiner. And when I had come back out with the examiner, my car was clamped. <gasps> so, no, no. stop it. <laughs> yeah. So, and what's really funny about it is the examiner was like, "Fuck's sake, not again." <laughs> Oh, oh my no. apparently, God! Apparently, yeah, this like rogue clamper, illegal clamper, had been going around, and this was in the the Rathgar test center at the time. That was there; it's not there anymore. Um, and yeah, so Scumbags. so I got clamped uh, seconds into my driving test. Uh, so obviously, I did well. I did try. You know, so, like in that situation, yeah, like what? What did, is it? A technical? Is it technically a fail, or you just can't complete the test? Like, I guess it's you know I could. You know, they were nice enough about it. I couldn't complete the test, but I still had to like, you know, book it again through the system. I didn't get any, uh, I didn't get any favours like I was raging. And then you had to sit there and pay for the clamp to be removed for about an hour and a half. Yeah, we had to call, we had to call. It was, it was, it was absolutely ridiculous. It was, I was totally mortifying and your adrenaline's pumping anyway. Yeah, you know, I was yeah. so, I was so nervous and it. Oh, it was absolutely shocking. I, uh, it's really nerve-wracking. I went in and sat into my 95D Toyota Starlet that had been previously owned by <laughs> a nun. And uh, you you know when she stands outside and she's like, put the indicators on. I was just panicking and instead of putting the indicators on, put the wipers on. And she's oh, just looking at me oh. going, you're an idiot. So I can't imagine that. And then, a surprise, you've been clamped. Yeah. Oh, well, I crashed into a wall at mine, so, you know. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's pretty yeah, bad. That, that's pretty bad. And I passed, so. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah, she held the driver instructor hostage. She was like, listen, you want to get out of here alive? You just green all this up and job done. It, it was, I passed the test, he told me, and then I went to, to leave the test centre and he was in the, the car next to me and then I drove forward into a wall. So, but he'd already passed me that stage, so he couldn't take it back. So. Oh, class. Job done. <laughs> okay, that's the first story. If you don't think that's true, WhatsApp is in number one to 0876797104. Cam, what's the second one? Okay, so the second one is going back a little while. I was 15, uh, about to do my junior search. And of course, I got glandular fever, which back then was known as none other than the kissing disease. Um, 
and it was terribly scandalous because I had my first boyfriend at the time and he didn't get it. So there were all these questions. Of like, oh, where did Karen get the cursing disease from? Uh, but anyway, it actually was really serious. And I, I ended up in hospital and I didn't do my junior search. <gasps> wow. I never did it. No. All Can- I did was the music practical. Um, so when I got the results back, I got like, well, I like to say 10 A's, but it was absent for everything. And then, um, <laughs> and then I got, I think I got like a D in music because I got to the practical or something. So there we go. Oh my God, that'd be tragic. Although Kissing Disease would be the name of a great album. It would actually. Why <laughs> everyone linger with their brand new Kissing Disease. Kissing Disease. Yeah. Oh God. Okay, maybe, maybe just a song. Maybe not a whole album. Too many puns. Yeah, that would work. <laughs> uh, right. Okay, if you don't believe that story, let us know. Drop us in a WhatsApp. The third story, Karen, you have for us. Okay, I can't believe I'm going to admit this one online, but here I go. Uh, the girls said I had to. Um, so when I was 12, I was quite uh, righteous and I was hugely into, well, you know, this huge, still am into human rights, but at the time I was, you know, learning about lots of things, boycotting lots of things. And uh, I also was taking my confirmation really, really seriously. Um, and I thought it was appalling that we had to pick the name of a saint that meant nothing to us. So. I took up an argument with my teacher. I was like, I don't want to, you know, be whatever, whatever, Mary or Maria or whatever. Mm. I I want the name to mean something to me. And the teacher said, "Okay, fine. What do you want to call yourself? And I said, well, I at the time was really interested in South Africa and apartheid. So um, my confirmation name is Mandela. So I went up to the bishop on the day of my confirmation and he said, Karen, Lucy, Mandela, Cowley. There you go. Hang on. He went he went along with it. Yeah, they all did. What? Apparently, again, it's a myth. It doesn't have to be a saint. Wow, whoa, 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 whoa. Does, whoa, whoa, whoa. Doesn't, I'm going to get my confirmation oh, yeah, done I'm, again. I'm thinking the same. <laughs> if it doesn't have to be. I was St. Catherine. I'll be Cormac Allen Neo Moore or Morpheus, yeah, well, maybe. There you go. There you wow. Go. So I managed to sweet talk them into. Unless this, unless, unless, unless this is unless actually this is the lie. lie. Yeah. Unless this is all BS. Right, okay, don't mention Anton just yet, okay, don't mention Anton just yet. Okay, so the first story is a clamped at her driving test. The second one is, at 15 years of age, getting the kissing disease and not being able to do <laughs> her junior cert, except for her music practical. And the third one is uh, taking Mandela as her confirmation name and successfully doing that, right? So is it the first story, the second, or the third? If you think you know and you're feeling feeling confident about one of them and uh, let us know the number one, two or three WhatsApp it in 087-6797-104 over to you Saoirse what are you saying? I'm going to say number three is the lie tonight I believe the other two could definitely be true I just don't think you could have picked Mandela I just don't could be wrong You didn't know me when I was 12 Saoirse I didn't I didn't <laughs> I'm fair play to you if this is true hats off seriously <sighs> Yeah, what a wasted opportunity. Yeah. You could have just picked so many amazing names. I'm Patrick. Hello, I'm Patrick. because your mom tells you to pick Patrick. And yeah. you're like, okay. I knew a friend of mine who said he tried to get Mufasa as oh, his confirmation maybe. name. Yeah. That would have been so... Well, see, I think loads of kids did try and pick, like, you know, Spider-Man or whatever. Uh, <laughs> or, you know... <laughs> Same Spider-Man. Know they ag- agreed to it. I think I, I, think I, I um, made a good case to my teacher and... Uh, and that was that, right. to be honest. Okay. So, since you're going with uh, the third one. Yeah, I really hope it's true, but I'm going to go with the third one. Okay. What are you going with? Uh, 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 I'm believing the clamped story, 100%. Yeah. Here's here's where I'm in between, right? Maybe the third story is somebody else's story. Oh, yeah. Might be a borrowed story. Mightn't have The facts are true, but it's not current. Maybe. Okay. And then 
the kissing disease. That was going around back in the day. Was yeah, wasn't it? I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I believe the first story. I will say, I'll say the second story about the kissing disease story not being true. Okay, so I'll put that down. Um, or if you think differently and you're listening, you think you know. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one four. Karen, are you all right to hang on the line for like two minutes? Absolutely. Beautiful. Okay, Karen's going to hang on the line there, and uh, we'll get some text in. But let us know what you think it is. Uh, one, two, or three to oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four, and we'll see if we can get to. Uh, we'll see if we can get to the bottom of this now and see what the crack is. Uh, let a me see. A lot of people are going with you. A lot of people are saying number two. That's Terry, what's the crack? Alright, how are you, Garrick? Yeah, not doing too bad. Not doing too bad. Um, on the way home this evening again. Hello, is out uh, just at the clothes recycling and bottle bank there. So oh, the old yearly trip to get rid of all that stuff that's been piling up since Christmas. Yeah, well, it was only two bottles, but it was a big bag of clothes. So. Those clothes banks are always full. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Terry, what do you think it is? Which story? The first, second, or third? I think the first one's a lie. Oh, you don't think she got clamped? Nope. Now, what? Why? Because Rackgar have their own car park. Rackgar driving test center. Now, this is one that's not open now, Karen, is it? This is one of the ones yeah, from... Yeah, no, it actually closed a few years ago. But I did my driving test. Yeah, I, I done my first test in Rackgar and they have their own car park. So, that's why I don't No, but that. this is the thing. This fellow was clamping people. He was going around and doing it in their car park. I know that's insane. <laughs> I know that's the same. That's why I don't believe it. <laughs> okay, well, All right. you're entitled to your choice. You're entitled right, okay. to your choice and your opinion there, of course, indeed. Uh, BI rules and balance. Uh, listen, uh, Terry, hang on the line there if you can as well. All right, we'll see what the crack is. Um, and um, I'm still not changing. I'm you're still, still not changing. Yeah, I'm still thinking number three. It's a lie. Okay, um, Karen, will you tell us one of the stories that is actually 100 percent true? Yeah, I didn't do my junior search. That's true. No way. Yeah, I didn't do it. No, and uh, I remember at the time everyone was like, you're going to have to repeat third year. You can't do your leaving cert until you pass your junior cert like it's a video game. Uh, That's not true. (laughs) Oh my God, you got out of doing your junior cert. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I know I didn't go for that story being fake, but still I'm shocked. Um, Yeah. Where did you get the kissing disease, do you know? (laughs) I know I mean, it's so cruel. Like when you think about it now, like Blanche Beaver is just anyone can get it. Oh, but, really? Uh, anyone can get it? Is that what you told him? All the kids. And he, he broke his heart. He was there going, I can't some, people can, "Some people can be carriers and not have symptoms." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you were years ahead of all of us. Little did we know that yeah, would come exactly. back. Um, exactly. Okay, so now we're down between the uh, story number one, the driver test center being clamped, and the third story about taking Mandela as her uh, confirmation name. If you just tuned in, by the way, we're chatting to Karen from Wyvern Lingo. Just been announced as one of the uh, acts that are playing that gig slash festival in uh, Kilmainham on the 3rd of July start of July anyway tickets are on sale at Mon- Friday at 9am great to see an actual gig with loads of people happening as well anyway but listen it's between the driver test one and oh that means I'm I'm wrong I'm gone I'm out I said the second story wasn't you're right. true I'm still, was I'm true. still in Saoirse is still in there so is Terry uh, Terry you're still in the game do you want to change your answer nope okay okay uh, Karen you might as well put us out of our misery which one of these stories isn't true which is the story that you made up Okay, so technically, you actually got me right here, Cormac, a second ago. Technically, they all are true. 
but oh, one yeah. of them did not happen to me. Oh. And oh. Terry is right. Terry. The camping story is from my friend, but it did happen to her, but I can't remember where. So you could be right about it. So wait a second, your middle, your confirmation name is Mandela. Stop it! I we get back to that in a second. What Terry, a, what a legend! <laughs> yeah, Terry, congratulations, sir. Uh, we're getting a bit religious tonight for the confirmation name, but uh, uh, Terry, send us in your details. We'll fire out some uh, beer mats anyway. Um, uh, drop us in. Congratulations, you got that correct and right. So, the driving test happened to one of your mates, was it? Yeah, no, it did. Sincerely, happened to. I can't remember what what test center it was. I texted her earlier to see if she could uh, give me the oh, verify details. The details. So yeah, I yeah. Be convincing. Uh, but yeah, it did happen to her and it was in the test centre car park. That's what made it even more insane that this person was going around clamping. Yeah, people. driving test stories are horrible. That's clampers hilarious. are horrible. I'm sorry. I'm going to yeah, put I mean, it out there. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Especially Me. the private clampers that come around like that. The, I didn't know there was an underworld black market clampers that are operating at the moment, <laughs> but there but there you go. There'll be a new Paul Williams documentary on that soon <laughs> enough. Um, so the third story, your confirmation name is Mandela. Yes, it is. Yep. That's fascinating. I I just honestly thought for years... Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. So it doesn't have to be a saint. Apparently not, but you know what? I honestly think a lot of the time they're making these things up as they go along like I think yeah. the te- I think the teacher I had yeah. knew, knew I was in earnest and, and like that I wasn't trying to call myself yeah I don't know Wonder Woman or something it, it was something I really cared about and was really passionate about and uh, I guess she thought it was nice and so yeah Bishop didn't mind it, it happened I think in fairness I think the Bishop just reads out a piece of paper I don't think um, do you know I don't think they've had an input so the bishops so, out there weeks yeah, beforehand reviewing the list kind of going yeah, you exactly. can't have Mandela this, unfortunately this Karen yeah, we can't exactly. do that you're going to have to go back to the drawing board with that god that's mad <laughs> isn't it what did your parents yeah. say I, they thought, I think they thought it was sweet like yeah. you know like I, I felt really strong about it. it was my sisters that convinced me to do it I had I have, two, I have three older siblings and at the time they were like you know it has to be something you care about you know kids these days they're like a couple of years old <laughs> Being like kids these days picking any name. I wish I'd picked a name that meant something. And I was like, yeah, that's 
that's the way it should be. So um, and I at the time was just really interested in Nelson Mandela. Still am a fascinating man. Uh, yeah, man, and so. slightly more inspiring than, as you said, Spider-Man or Superman. Yeah. Or, and like that, a little <laughs> yeah. bit more relevant, you know. And like no one that has picked a name for their confirmation doesn't regret it now. Like we all regret what we picked oh, back then. Where at least what Karen did you pick? Catherine. Just oh, because I, I, I was told in the church, my mom was like, just pick Catherine. Walk right. up there and pick that name. I was like, okay. Yeah, Saoirse School had a lucky bag. And you just a little lucky <laughs> dip of names. Ka- Catherine, there we go. Job done. Um, but listen, uh, Karen Mandela from Wyvern Lingo. <laughs> oh, God. Thanks a million for popping on uh, FM 104 this evening. Uh, very best of luck with the gig. Again, the gig, the tickets go on sale on Friday the 25th of June which is this Friday at 9am uh, there's going to be a 3,500 capacity show Royal Hospital Command and Wyvern Lingo will be there Wild Youth Lyra Denise Child Gavin James and it's going to be ridiculously good but uh, listen where can the, uh, people find you guys online as well before we let you go Karen? Yeah everywhere if you spell our name correctly uh, we're the only thing that comes up so it's Wyvern Lingo W-Y-V-E-R-N um, Facebook, Instagram website everything but tomorrow night we're going to be live from the National Concert Hall's YouTube uh, in the National Concert Hall with a really special live stream so check it out yeah that'll be very that'll be very cool indeed do check that out but listen Karen thanks a million for popping on very best of luck with the gig next month I, I hope to get tickets and see you there yep. but uh, we'll chat you again soon and thanks for popping on thanks Will bye. 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 bye 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 um, mad stuff altogether Mandela. I love it. Love it. It's yeah. great. Listen, uh, still to come on the show, by the way, the final, 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 final place today in F104 Save Your Summer. If you want to take a camper van around the country, the clue, I'll play the clue, the final clue this evening uh, out of this ad block. All right. So you've got two minutes to find out where Tommy, the tour guide, is and then WhatsApp us in your answer. That's next here on F104. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. The final clue. Today's final clue to get yourself on Friday's draw for the camper van to win it for an entire week, take it around the country and do what you want with it. Final clue was just played out. If you didn't hear it, mm, we're going to be mean because this is we've already given away one place. We have to be tough. If you've got the right answer, though, you think you have the right answer, the location of our Tommy the Tour Guide. Where is he? Camper and your details. 87 Summertime vibes. Good summary. I didn't realise yesterday was the longest day of the year. Summer I sauces. know. It didn't seem like it was, though. I don't think so. I went to the cinema, the cinema, the cinema, the cinema on Sunday and came out at like half ten, quarter eleven. Still bright. Yeah, but that it. wasn't yesterday. I know, yeah, it was the day before. I thought, yeah, I thought actually Sunday in particular seemed like it stayed bright for ages. Yeah, it did. Does that mean from now on yeah. it's going to keep getting darker and darker? We're, we're pretty much into the winter. So that's it. <laughs> Skip by. R- write, it all, write it all off. It's going to be dark by four o'clock tomorrow. No. <laughs> Imagine that's what happened. Oh, dear God! What are those countries up in the around the Norway and the Arctic Circle that are like dark for what twelve? Probably more. They only get brightness sometimes of the year for like three, four hours a day, and then the rest are miserable. I'd be asleep all day. Oh, you would, wouldn't you? You wouldn't know what time. You should go for a walk. Like no, No, it's the evening. No, it's not. It's ten in the morning. Yeah, but I'm gonna go to bed. Um, Yeah, no, horrendous, but still loving it. Loving these long nights. And you know what? People are happier in general. I find when it's brighter you know they are yeah yeah they're, they're well, in a good mood yeah other countries though it gets darker earlier mm, whereas yeah. here because it stays bright earlier and then obviously the good weather and then of course when people are out in their cars and stuff they just seem happier once the sun is out like they let you go by they oh they you're wave waving you it in yeah, yeah. It's, all, it's all happy days it's not like miserable sitting in the rain hating life kind no. of going oh what's going on and actually speaking of that something really funny happened to me yesterday and I'm 
so confused by this, right? Because I have never like done this myself first to anyone else. So the car I drive, right? You've seen it. It's not yeah. the most common car on the road. It's a Peugeot, but it's a specific type of Peugeot. Has that a big you don't arse. See. It has a huge yeah. arse. You don't see many of them yeah. around the place. So I bumped into one yesterday. Just They just happened to be parking. Yeah. She literally got out of the car and came over and was like, Hi, how are you? Oh, snap. Car friends. Yes, car friends. She only came over to me because I have the same car as her. It happened another time where there was a, a car, the same car as mine, different colour, waved at me as, in, as if to say, you and me, you're we're on the, my wavelength. We're in the same group. Yeah. We're in the same secret car group because we're the only people who have this car. People like that. That's what I'm wondering because never did I think of before, but I also didn't, it didn't enter my head that maybe I know the person. I knew I didn't know them. So, so they were just giving you the wave because you had the same car. Absolutely no other reason. It wasn't because they were trying to tell me to slow down or whatever. It was just same car. Friend. The only other people I've seen doing that is bus drivers. And obviously the bus drivers will wave at each other when they're going up and down the road. Will lorry drivers do that? You know, in the massive big Arctic trucks. Do you have some kind of respect for somebody that's driving the same car as you? Or the same Neither, lorry? I have, I have like the, the commoner garden Volkswagen Golf that everyone has. But say, say a BMW driver or an Audi driver. I don't know. I don't think so. I, I, think, think, I think they're so common as well. They're the most common cars in the country. An Audi, um, a BMW and a Volkswagen. I don't think they're too common to be in a little clique. I've definitely seen it before with, uh, you know, those beautiful Range Rovers. I love one of them. Those Range Rovers. Because it's usually, you know, the type of person that's driving. Well, what do you mean type you, of person? If you ever, especially now that you're allowed to go around the country mm-hmm. right and you go to more well off areas around school time and and the the moms are collecting their, their kids yeah. in, and you'll see they'll park in the middle of the road because they don't of care. course they will yeah. and then another Range Rover will come on the other side and they'll stop and they'll wave really? yeah but, but is that because they're just rich and they have little rich friends and they know each other or is it because I can't imagine again grossly stereotyping I can't imagine people driving Range Rovers being very friendly only to each other there but, and but it's are not they? that they know each other. Is there a secret yeah. knock that they have a little Range Rover club that's 100%. like... 100%. And a little handshake, like the Stonecutters yeah. Club. Yeah. Like if a Range Rover was blocking them in, they'd be fine. Anyone else, they'd drive over your car. <laughs> Game over. But it is true, there's certain types of cars, maybe ones that aren't as popular on the road, that you do notice. Is there a little, yeah, like, is there little, little wavy clicks, clicks little car yeah. clicks? Like the boy racer cars. You know, in supermarkets and stuff, you always see them parked up. If you're a boy racer car and you've got all these things done to your car, they they respect you because... Will, will, will they wave to you the other side of the road though? Will they be like, oh, hello? They might not say hello, but mm. yeah, they probably... That's weird. If you're listening and you do that, like if you see somebody else who has the exact same car as you, yeah, like, do you feel as if you know them? Would you be like, oh, hi? I think my mum had that before. My mum saying before, she, she had a car years ago and someone else in the estate had it and they used to wave at each other. Yeah. And they didn't know each other. At all. Twins. The exact same car, same colour, same year, same everything. Car twins. You see it as well with um, Fiat 500. Oh, do Fiat 500 people do yeah. that? Yeah. I have two friends now that have Fiat 500s and they'd often kind of talk about it. Like they're obsessed with their little their little car and they love other people that have that car. Mm. So yeah, you, there's weird car clicks. Yeah, do you have car friends or car but clicks? But you don't know them and you never go yeah. further than a, a wave. 
You're not actually meeting up. So I've never done that. But if if you're listening, you have experience of that, right? If you've been in a situation where you you have maybe a not so popular car, oh no, not popular, not maybe not a common car, but more unique. Do you find when you pass that car in the street, like, oh, there's someone well, that you've my car, I've your car, we're friends now. Does does that happen? It definitely happens. Or was this person who came up to Sushi a psychopath? Because it happened more than once. Obviously, this person came over to me, mm. but it happened before they waved. Ridiculous. Car friends, little car clicks, do you have any? Has it happened to you? And it, I don't think, I think it's only with cars that that would happen. Like, if you're wearing the same jumper, people aren't like, oh, same jumper. I think it's just cars. People take their cars and their little car clicks or their car club, seriously. Uh, drop us on WhatsApp and let us know if it's, if it's happened to you as well. And also, we'll uh, pick a finalist next as well for the F104 Save Your Summer for the camper van for a week. You can drop us in a uh, answer if you think you know where Tommy the tour guide is we'll do that next music from Avicii and Aloe Black as well SOS it's F104 you're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon FM 104 control alt delete on the way at 11 o'clock today's tech today there's an online petition to try and get Amazon founder Jeff Bezos to stay in space more on that uh, at 11 o'clock FM 104's Save Your Summer with Blanchardstown Centre. It's back to better times with Blanchardstown Centre. Hannah, how are you? Hi, how are you? You're very happy for a Tuesday, Hannah. I am so excited. <laughs> so, Hannah, where are you from? What you do? I am from Walkinstown. I actually work in, um, I don't know if you should know, it's Hillbilly's, um, the like chicken restaurant. <laughs> I don't know if you oh know my it, Hillbilly's, God, I love you it. shut up? That's oh my why God, you're so yeah. happy. Yeah, you got a Hillbilly's yeah. into you. I literally just finished. I had, I ate so much Hillbilly's and then I <laughs> got the phone call and I was so excited. <laughs> you're on a Hillbilly's high right now. You're just like, this is amazing. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, is there one out near Walkinstown? Because I know there's one over in Fairview. Is there another one out near to you? There's one literally on the Walkinstown roundabout. Oh, that's that right, dangerous yeah. roundabout. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right yeah. there. <laughs> you, you, you can go, but you might risk your life on that roundabout. That's the only problem. Be worth it for the hillbillies. Yeah. Would actually. Yeah. Oh, depends on if it's worth it. <laughs> True. The dream. Yeah, absolute dream. What a job! We'll be we swapped jobs for a couple of weeks, maybe. I'd love that. Hannah, oh, absolutely. You, you, you can uh, pop in here. Uh, listen, I don't know if you've ever um, done anything like this before. If you got the camper van and you travel around the country with it, where would you go if you won? Um, I've always said I wanted to do this, so when I heard that, I was so excited. Yeah. Um, I think I'd have to just go around the coast and just keep going and go to all the different towns. I was literally only in Mayo, so and I would have loved to go into Galway, but I never got a chance. Yeah, you got to get back to the hotel There's and so check out. There's so many places that you can go. Yeah, yeah absolute um, dream. So listen, uh, we'll play this for you one more time. Our tour guide Tommy was popping up around the country. This is uh, the last clip we played out. <laughs> Welcome to this free city. The murals, the culture... And home to those funny wee girls on the telly. Now, Is it that, Dairy? That gives it away a little bit, doesn't it? What's that TV programme called? Um, Dairy Girls. Dairy Girls, yeah. So you want a final answer? Tommy the tour guide is where, Hannah? In Dairy, I think. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Well, Congratulations. <laughs> Hannah, you have gotten the final place today in the draw. So you will be in Friday's draw. It's taking place with Jim, Jim and Nobby on the Strawberry Alarm Clock. And you're one step closer to sitting behind the wheel of that VW camper van and driving all over the country doing what you want. Amazing! Know, Thank you so I much. I know, it's something that we've all wanted to do at one point. But uh, listen, Hannah, we'll be in touch to get some details off you, but very best of luck on Friday, all right? And thanks for popping on. Perfect, that's great. Thanks so much. Take it easy. Bye. bye. Bye, 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 bye. That's the only downside to our job. We can't win. I know, yeah. Can't win at all. 
She's so happy. That's one of the happiest. Happy Hannah. The, one of the happiest callers we've ever had on. Happy Hannah Hillbillies. There you go. Yeah. If you want, you want to look after your mental health, go work for Hillbillies because they seem to be doing something right. They must be, yeah. Job done. Uh, okay, no more places this evening, but Jim, Jim and Nobby tomorrow morning will give you your next chance to get yourself in Friday's draw, okay? It's the very last time we're doing it. If you want to check out the pictures of uh, the camper van, it's very cool, fully refurbished, brilliant looking yoke. You can head over to our Instagram and uh, scroll down and you'll find a picture of it there. It's all with thanks to the Blanchetown Centre who for extra safety this summer, they've extended their shopping hours so you can shop safely all day long too as well. So job done. Next time or tomorrow morning, your very next chance to get in Friday's draw. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Talking about car friends there, I don't know if you've ever driven a car. Maybe it's not a very common car. It might be more unique, but even if you have a common enough car, sometimes feel if it's the same year and it's the same colour, do you feel as if when you pass the exact same car while you're driving that they are now your car friends? Or they're pulled up in a petrol station you're like, oh, hi, because that's what happened. Saoirse. Yeah, that's what happened to me twice recently. And as I said, I don't see many of the type of Peugeot car I have on the road. So... Yeah, they just think, well, obviously you're on the same page as me. Well, your car, is your car a reflection of your personality? So if you see someone with the exact same car, well then is that, you know, are you the same similar type of person? Yeah, but what, my car's not a type, really, is it? But I mean, it is, it's a choice, it's a decision. Your car, doesn't your car say a lot about you? I guess so, yeah. Small and cute. With a massive ass to make up for. <laughs> I don't have that, unfortunately. That's what I mean. Is making up for the car's asses might be make compensating. Yeah, possibly. Actually, maybe that's what I was going for internally without knowing. Unconscious um, decisions at play there. Uh, but if it's ever happened to you, I mean, has anyone like that would say should come up to you and kind of been all like, "Oh, what's going on?" And you're like, "What?" And we're always the same car, and you're like, "Oh." Like is, is it a bit odd or a bit weird? Uh, never mind car friends. What about when you open another car thinking it's yours? Oh, that's never a good thing to do. That's embarrassing. I haven't done that before. Daniel, that's embarrassing. I've heard a few people doing that. Jumping in the back. You know, I don't know where, but in the shopping centres and you jump back in and think your mum's waiting for you and jump in and all of a sudden you're like, oh, you know my mum. I think I'd have a heart attack if someone jumped into the car. You would, 100%. Wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah. Because you've seen people, like when you're sitting, waiting in your car for someone or just sitting in your car and someone walks too close, mm-hmm. you do get that... <gasps> I, I think I've do? done that before. You're talking to memory where I was trying to get into the into the wrong car. My key wasn't working. I was breaking. I was like, for f- were they in it? Uh, no, no one was in it. But I was going up and either the immob- I was like the immobilizer wasn't working and the keys weren't working. I was like, oh, for God's sake! And I was like, oh, oh, that thing, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wrong car. Whoops, that's funny. Yeah, no, that's bad. Um, but listen, let us know if there's anything like that that has happened uh, to you before. You can get in touch. But speaking of driver personalities as well, as well, right? And they, you know, certain people get a lot of grief for this. But do you believe that your car does reflect the type of person that you are? Like, I, th- I think it does to the most part. I think for the most part, yeah, it possibly does. Now, 4,000 drivers were surveyed recently. And they were asked, who are the worst drivers on the road? Who BM- came in, BMW. It, you think it's BMW? Yeah. Why? Hashtag not all BMW drivers. If you're driving no. a BMW right now, maybe you're not. Uh, I, I've seen a few dangerous drivers. Yeah. Driving BMWs, yeah. Yeah. So I'd say they're they feel like uh superior. They feel masculine maybe in their car. I'm talking about men in particular here. Bit aggressive. Maybe a little bit aggressive, yeah. Confrontational. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't know any in person now, but I'm just saying from what I've seen on the road. So you think that that's them? I think they could definitely be high up on that list. 
Who else would you say? I mean, we're looking for the worst drivers here. Okay, the worst drivers then maybe... Or the drivers everyone hates, you know what I mean? The minis? I have a friend, this is no joke. Now this is going back a few years. She drives a mini or she drove a mini at the time. And was doing her makeup while she was stopped at the lights. Yeah. And then she continued on doing her makeup and went through a light. Oh. And caused a major crash. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's just really dumb. That was dumb, yeah. Really dumb. But I've seen a few drivers, especially when I used to work mornings in another job, um, where people do their makeup and they were driving minis. Mini drivers. This is it, you know, the poor victims of BMW drivers. I should say the victims. Um, everyone just calls BMW drivers horrible and everyone hates them. But as you said, the makeup doing it, mini it's, drivers. It's real. It happens. That could cause more issues. Anyway, out of the 4,000 people who were surveyed, who do you think they voted as the worst drivers, the worst people to be on the road? What type of driver is it? Are they in a BMW? Are they in a Mini? Are they in, uh, like, an Audi? What are Audi drivers like? I think they're similar to BMW. Oh, you think so? They're just a tiny little bit less angry. I mean, Gavin, who works here on the show, I mean, he drives an Audi, and I don't know what you're saying about him, (laughs) Saoirse, all right? (laughs) He he's one of the best drivers on the road, apparently. That's what he said. Yeah, yeah. he's just fixing up a claim at the moment, but we won't get into that right now, okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> won't worry about that at the minute. Who are the worst drivers? Uh, I think people, I, don't, I don't know who will be the voted. Most, I should say most hated drivers on the road out of four thousand people. Who do they say? No, I hate them. And is it fair? Right, we'll, we'll reveal all in a moment. But uh, you know, you're listening to us. You might be driving around the road right now, and on a regular basis, is it a particular type of driver that's in a BMW or Mercedes? Like Mercedes drivers can be a bit slow and don't care about anyone else at all. Oh, yeah, like a, Mercedes, a big. If you drive a less class Mercedes, you will stop in the middle of the road to have a gawk at something and have a conversation with someone in the middle of the road, and you just won't care. I feel like a lot of them are retired. They're retired. They have a huge amount of money, so they're not rushing anywhere. They have nowhere to go, and they don't comprehend that people have jobs and need to get places because they're like, "What? Are you, what? What? What's the what's issue? What's the rush? Why yeah. are you rushing me? Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, what? What? What are your thoughts on lads in the white van? I, yeah, I was going to bring that up. Okay. They can also be very dangerous drivers, okay? And and can suffer maybe from being a little bit agitated and aggressive, especially when they're stuck in traffic. Well, they got work to do. And they want to squeeze in in front of you and you're just coming over the toll bridge and it's one lane, it's going into one lane and they don't care. Yeah. They will crash into you yeah. just to make sure they get in front. It's fair enough. Not all van drivers. Solidarity with the van driver. I'm just saying. Like, yeah. Give me a bit of crack as well, though. They can be if it's not rush hour. Okay. They don't like rush hour traffic. Um, but I don't know who the worst would be. I mean, do taxis fall under this? Yeah, why not? Let's throw them all in. Yeah. Now, taxi drivers, I'm sorry, I'm not brushing you all under the same thing here, but... Are you so, saying... Sometimes they're... Do you know who are the worst? Do you know who are the worst? Sometimes they don't indicate. I'm just putting no, it out w- there. When you're speaking of taxi drivers, right, obviously not all taxi drivers, but no. I have found the worst taxi drivers are the ones who drive those... Uh, Toyota oh, the, Prius yeah, yeah 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 the electric cars because you don't want to drive too fast because then it kicks into the petrol does it so you keep it at like 4 miles an hour when it's on electric and just veering into the bus lane and veering out and you're all over the shop just indicate just you know that's what I'm saying a taxi driver who drives a Mercedes uh, they'll be like the nicest people you'll ever meet because they take that job they're like chauffeurs they will treat you like a king um, but maybe the ones I've seen in a Prius 
just gets battered around the road. I think because obviously a lot of people are still not going out and about. There's not that many taxis on the road. But pre-COVID, my God, there was times now. <laughs> you know? They know what they're doing. They're, they're busy I know, men. They know and I love them all. They're busy I men. And, and ladies. I, I'm the annoying person. And you have to take into account people like me get into their car and start yapping the ear off them. Yeah. So you'd be very stressed and yeah. highly strung if you had me in the back of your car. And trying to figure out where to go. You might end up driving dangerously. Okay, out of 4,000 people, 4,000 drivers were surveyed. There was one clear winner of the worst drivers ever. They all clearly said the person who drives this type of car, we all hate. Who oh. is it? Who is it? Is it the Beamers? Is it the Audis? Is it the Golfs? The worst drivers? Range Rover. Cars? Range Rover. It wasn't a Range Rover. Was it a fancy car? Expensive uh, car? Well, it traditionally would be, yeah. I'm going to say BMW then. You're sticking with BMW? Yeah. Okay, if you want to have a guess, 0876797104. Uh, we'll give you the answer uh, just after Control-Alt-Delete, which is on the way next. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit UH1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.